Hello everybody, my name is Justin and I'm your Star-Lord for this original Starfinder campaign. Welcome to the Table Converse where we talk about what's going on in our heads as we're recording the Tableverse. Today we have you Converse number 21 which was recorded after episodes 47 and 48. These were the episodes that featured our crossover with the Starfound podcast. In episode 47 we met Anne, Helena, and Parker and Parker was able to stay for episode 48. Parker's character Caster 9 is currently helping the crew to rescue Kobak. And since Parker was in episode 48, we were fortunate enough to have them join us for the Converse afterwards. And it was a good time. Parker was able to talk with us about the differences between recording Starfound versus recording the Tableverse. Parker also had a lot of nice things to say about yours truly. And we all know the only reason to do anything in life is so that people will say nice things about you. And this has been an unwritten rule in our game since the beginning that if you are constantly giving your Star-Lord compliments, they will allow you to continue to talk about whatever you want for as long as you want. But seriously, we had a lot of fun playing and talking with Parker, and I know that you're going to have a lot of fun listening to this episode. Quinn was back with us for this recording, so I'm going to turn things over to a version of him from the past, and I will see you on the other side. Welcome to the Table Converse, immediately following the Tableverse. Hey. 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 Yeah. And here at the table today, I have with me to my left. I'm Connor, and I play Zemkov, the Demai Witch Warper. I'm Ali, and I play Unche, the Rexalite magic user. <laughs> I'm Justin, your humble and merciful Star Lord. Hey, I'm Elaine. I play Lila, the Android Operative. I'm Parker, and I play Caster Nine on both the Tableverse and Starfound podcast. I'm JD. I play, uh, what are we going with? Charles. Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Charles, the SRO. Uh, this wasn't revealed. Yet to <laughs> now, be revealed. Now, what are we going? What are you going with? Like, you clearly can decide. Can I? Um, you decide to walk through that door. You can decide to name yourself. And I am Quinn, and I am playing probably more than one person. But, and more recently, I will say that I am Kalon, and I am a drow. We'll leave it at that. Is it Kalon or Kelon? Kalon, Kelon. Oh. K-E-Y-L-O-N. I guess I should pick which one. That's okay. Um, sometimes I'm Quentin. Sometimes I'm Quentin. So, whatever. Anyway... So we have a special guest who's been here, and that is Parker. He is here from Starfound, which is another great podcast Woo! that everybody should be listening to. Oh, thank you. And it's cool to have a crossover character. So how did you feel about the playthrough that you just did with all of us? Oh, it was amazing. I love the uh, diversity of like the ancestry that we have, because the most that we have on Starfound Pod, uh, we have a Vlaka Solarian. Uh, but now I finally get to see uh, Demai in action. I get to see... Uh, Ali, what's uh, your ancestry again? I'm a Raxalite. Raxalite. Yes, yeah. that's right. And it, I love the Alien Archives. Mm. Uh, I love all three of them. And I've literally been taking the hobby of just like making character concepts based on the ancestries that I like and like what combinations of classes. But also, this was very interesting because it's a different uh, structure in which we do the... Uh, at least the season one of the Starfound podcast. In season one, we would just have a straight full-on two-hour session, it was a four-hour session, and then divide it into chunks. But we have here two-hour chunks that were very succinct and very action-filled. And uh, I felt like that all of us 
poured a lot of energy to keep up the uh, the interaction and the role playing and the um, and the possibilities of improv. In addition, I love what Justin does, uh, giving a cliffhanger at the end of every episode. Same thing that they do, Androids and Aliens, and I love it to death. It is just great storytelling, and I think I'm just honored to be in you know the presence of a bunch of other great storytellers. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you. Everybody loves a good cliffhanger. Okay. Yeah. You actually caught us, uh, just because you mentioned that it's, it's two-hour sessions, uh, you actually caught us on uh, an off day. These were two like irregular, irregularly long uh, recordings. Usually we go for about an hour, 15 or 20. Oh, I see. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's so weird. Like, I don't know, which I want to ask everybody else, playing, like, I think it's different from probably you, uh, Elaine, and Connor, because you played your character for a while, but I feel like, you know, there's still a lot of getting to know my new character, and I wonder if that is how Allie and JD feel as well. Sorry, repeat the question. <laughs> How do you feel? I was retweeting our our giveaway tweet. I'm sorry. Uh, how do you feel about this new character that you're playing? Um, I'm feeling a lot better about it now than the first episode that I introduced her in. <laughs> so um, that's good. I I'm excited to be able to get a chance to reveal a little bit more about kind of like her purpose and her backstory. Um, but you know present situations are kind of right. a little more important. It's a little more pressing, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. And what about you, JD? I, I feel like I haven't really gotten to do much with him so far uh, because of the way I structured him um, for intros. And a lot of that's kind of been skipped over because of the current events that's happening. So mm yeah his combat's pretty straightforward so it's really not that hard to get used to him in combat wise but not character wise i haven't really done much yeah and it's like we have to it's so weird like having to kind of like rebuild a new rapport because these characters are like different so it's like we can't go in like we know them mm-hmm. or we know each other so like that's a thing to look forward to and kind of be excited about i guess what was anybody's favorite part of the last recording that we did though i really enjoyed um the energy that caster nine brought to the team Mm -hmm. um it was really fun to have someone who was ready to uh be deceptive but was also like sweet and upbeat and like and Mm -hmm. there for it it was just and we haven't had we've never played with a mechanic so that was also like interesting to see a different skill set i enjoyed it very much thank you for um coming thank you for those lovely compliments thank you she stole my answer (laughs) <laughs> I thought it sure. I thought it was really fun having Leela be in charge. It was like the I think the first time that that's like really happened and um you know as players obviously, you know, we've all had like this different dynamic and it used to be that like Leela was the newcomer and now like everything is reversed and the rest of us are new and Leela's like the old hat so we're all just like whatever you say, you know, and just yeah. falling behind her and so that's been like a really fun like change of dynamic. Um Thank you so much. Um, it was really fun to and intimidating to like step into uh, that role. It was fun to like come in with like a whole new crew and like new talents that we don't know all of like what people can do and just have to jump in against like the crab creature just like to see it in action. Like we did. I think we did try and ask everyone like, hey, like what what do you do? Um, but it's hard to know how to phrase that exactly in just in everyday conversation. Um, so it was really fun to see like see Bertha the gun in action and see on she's like various like cool spells talking to animals, seeing uh, that Charles can make decisions for himself in terms of like sensing danger and such 
and some more of Zemka. I, I really enjoyed it. I did too. It was good to see Allie doing magic. Yeah, that was really fun. Especially that time it didn't work. <laughs> she gave me a lot of flack about that. <laughs> and that happens. <clears throat> um, Quib gave you a lot of flack about that. <laughs> well, I think it was Quib and Allie, but uh, we'll say Quib because, you know, we're just blaming on her because she's, you know. <laughs> yeah. Blame the dead when in doubt. <laughs> I mean, it works. They can't defend themselves. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> Not all the time. Wait till we get a necromancer. I was going to say, yeah, Zemkov yeah. knows a lot of necromancy. Kobach was a necromancer. Low key. Or is. We don't know. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's not go there. What about you, Connor? Any particular thing about the last recording or two that you liked and wanted to bring up? I liked when we got to meet a bunch of new people. And this is no offense to Justin at all. But because they play them full time, they felt like bigger and more 3d and i think especially because the star found pod guest star folks like i assume you've done these voices before oh absolutely okay everyone was just like in it and like you had a whole season already it was just really cool to meet people and also you all three of you have managed to do something which i don't think any of us have done which is like be friendly to strangers or (laughs) it was like all of you just approached with like an initial different like like an openness and i think part of it too is like the way it was just, it's just like yeah this is fun but it was it was cool it was just sort of getting like to interview three people and then a bummer that like we don't get to follow through with everybody but i don't know that was just really fun to sit in the room and just like hear other people's stories because like you all brought up like the diversity of space mm-hmm. versus like a continent in D D, which is like oh okay it's whatever but like I mean, there's planet. I met species and plants today that I've never heard of. I've never met a mechanic before. And even Zemkov being from where he's from, it, it's really easy just to be like, what's that? Uh, yeah, that's actually yeah, cool. And it's like, it makes me think like, had they guest starred sooner with us and other characters, like that would have been a totally different experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what would that have been like? I mean, never know. not friendly because, you know, Paul, but um <laughs> the the glares <laughs> i also think oh, it's I w- clear that quinn hasn't listened to the podcast that's all this <laughs> i really liked how parker helena and Anne, like in a very short amount of time got across a lot of information mm-hmm. on their mm-hmm. characters like there's no question in any of our minds what their characters are all about um which i thought was really awesome to sit here and observe as you guys were you know m- mostly going through it um but I think that's uh, something we could steal from them. <laughs> Let's steal all of their tricks. Star found, indeed. Maybe, maybe, uh, um, maybe star not found and taken. Steal, like it's probably you know we can like you know reclaim it or like we can you know there's a way you can star finders keepers found we it. Can co- oh, we can colonize. <laughs> we can colonize. It. It. Colonize. Okay, got it. That's what it is. We'll, we'll Columbus it, and <laughs> then it. nobody will ever. It is President's we'll Day. Let's vasket. Yeah, vasket. Vasket. <laughs> Oh, God. I can't get offended by that anymore. So um, I agree. It was a very it was really cool because because you guys have your own everything. It's like it really made me think like, wow, like this would be really cool to do again. Mm. And like it was so I was really interested just like listening to you all talk and like listening to you, like explain yourselves and backstories like that was very mm-hmm. interesting to me. Like I didn't even want to say anything. But yeah, it was it was great. And I definitely think. We should do something like that again or do that again or oh, maybe send Connor to. over there or something. <laughs> well, maybe no, Connor would be good. I think we, it would be good. Connor would be great. Impression. Connor's always great. Yeah. 
So like, you know, like no, JT, talk your shit. <laughs> <laughs> no? Oh, Connor has that face of just I'm waiting. Always. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, is there anything else anybody wants to talk about before we uh well, my favorite was when I rolled a D12 instead of a D20. <laughs> but I really liked, well, combat is always my favorite thing in any RPG because it re- you can really get really creative in what you do. And it's like really climactic, which was really great. I think we, you, uh, Justin, made a very great combat encounter where the odds seemed really against us, even if it was just, you know, KFX or... or Whatever, uh, whatever crab creature it may be, mm-hmm. um, we fight exclusively crabs. Just crabs. It's a crab themed. A crab centipede. Crabs. Are what a one over. shot! It's like, like a, we're done with. Oh, this. Helena's uh, fan fiction SpongeBob RPG. Oh, yes, the scum bucket. Oh the my scum gosh, bucket. The scum bucket. Yeah, it's cool, and and I I noticed how careful your character was about staying clean, and then just to make sure you fell in a pile of trash. So I think you have a really good idea. <laughs> yes. What our Star Lord does does. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I think another thing that was great that I loved uh, was when we split the party just a little bit, because um, that's always a hard thing to do, especially for the DM. And it's you know you you always have to. Uh, I think the the hardest thing to do is making sure everyone is highlighted in some way uh, in the session. And I think all of us showed our true colors and really showed what we had at least our characters did and that was really great i like that a lot parker complimenting the star lord is the surest way to make sure you get invited back for guest (laughs) (laughs) and get more xp hopefully that's right i have a question unless someone else wants to well we're all out of time but (laughs) no just kidding (laughs) go ahead justin this question question is for you quinn oh boy (laughs) <laughs> oh, I guess for everybody. Everybody can weigh in, but I want to hear what Quinn thinks first. Quinn, do you think Kobach is dead? Mm. Um, how many times have you used the past tense already? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, you. No, I'm I so don't, worried. I don't, I don't have high hopes that Kobach <laughs> is alive. <laughs> but I do... Okay, okay. I think that Kobach may still be alive, but not very, and for not much longer. Wow. Not very alive. Oh. Not very alive, <laughs> and it won't be for much longer. <laughs> How's great great grandma doing? Not very alive. <laughs> she's not on her way. Alive. She's in between. And she won't be for much longer. No, she <laughs> that'll be. I mean, I don't really have an opinion about like whatever you prefer in terms of him being dead or alive. But if he is dead because he knows magic, especially necromancer magic, there could be some cool opportunities there for ghosts and shit. Ghost bot. <laughs> not my first choice, but boo buck. <laughs> i get it um no like because we ghosts exist we have grody yeah 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 we have the upcoming paul novella um <laughs> but yeah grow day grow day it's yeah. funny if you just like haunted the ship um i would want more for kobach than, than to haunt the terror no offense to the terrapin or the crew i don't think there's any way to take that but with offense but <laughs> i would think that he would rather i don't know haunt valanth valanth or the oh, library wait. or something or maybe yeah because mm. we don't know what happens to valanth oh yeah what happens well that's another question is valanth alive what no i mean she we don't know what happened with them and that Amboa person I don't know. We don't know. So, like, I don't, I really don't know what to expect. I just know that based on Justin, I just have to be ready to do that damn voice if I have to. Goddamn right. <laughs> and I won't get any warning. Parker was going to say something. 
I was just going to say, I hope everyone's just alive and happy, you know? God, we really need him here. Can we keep him here? I just Aww. want everyone to be friends. Parker, at the end of episode 48, you also got excited with the announcement of who the two people were that were talking to each other. Do you, was that just because you knew the cliffhanger was coming or like, what What was that excitement that you were feeling? Oh, it, it, well, I, well, I was just watching, I was just watching, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, thinks, he thinks your name is Merlane. Okay, I have to explain this in my. Um, this was so sweet. Parker just turned to me and asked if my name was Merlane or Elaine, and it's a running joke that I do with myself. Um, that as we record, no one say else our names, I say no Merlane. I don't know how it started, but I just always you did it. That's how it started. It started because she instead Mer- of calling Elaine. your name, you said Mer. Mer. And then and then you just, said Merlane. Oh no, because it was it was Justin said you have to say your name. Yeah. And I said okay, but I'm still gonna put my Mer in it. It's her personal joke. You're just so for sweet, her. Parker. Um, I am Elaine. Um, okay, thank you. Sorry, that was <laughs> the sweetest thing on the planet. Um, so I was just watching so Elaine and her reaction and her just slowly like crunching in on herself, and then when the name was finally revealed, going no, nope! <laughs> I was just fueled by that mainly. And yeah. I knew that a cliffhanger was coming. So it was a mixture of many things. I have no idea who this person is. I had a feeling that so it was her. So I knew it. How'd well, you know it was her? I, I, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was sitting there going like, please don't be Talfrin. Please don't be Talfrin. Please don't be Talfrin. I mean, I Celia's know, not same. good, but it's a step down from Talfrin. I was I, like mouthing Talfrin. <laughs> I, I figured that it was her because I remember... The fact how close, how the Amboas are working on Akaton with like this clandestine meeting, it made sense for it to be her. And I was like, at first I thought maybe, oh, it's Paul. And I was like, no, it can't. But I knew it was like somebody from that world. She's the COO of Amboa. And I knew it. I just knew it. And I was like, mm, green, green. Uh, mm. So, um, but let me shoot her a year and a half ago. <laughs> she, it would be nobody meeting him in the clandestine. I don't know. Maybe Kobach would be alive. Maybe the lamp would be alive. There's a lot of maybes there, but, um, yeah. But I, I appreciate going back to Elaine's joke. I appreciate a joke that somebody makes that is just for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is Thank not you. for anybody else. <laughs> they don't care if anybody else gets it. They're just going to do it every single time. They don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. I admire that. Uh, so Thank you very much. you're welcome. Even when it leads to the confusion of kind passersby, <laughs> you don't or, even care. But you poor, don't care. Honestly, that's kind of the payoff, really. Like just someone who was not familiar with this ongoing joke, just being totally thrown off. And we're completely, <laughs> we're completely not affected by it anymore. We don't even hear it anymore. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> anyway, uh, so I guess that wraps up this. I have two more questions. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do we think they're talking about? What else could they be talking about? I don't know. I'm asking you. I believe they're talking about this whole cloak and dagger thing, this relationship they have between them fixing Akaton, Akaton, the dying planet that Kobach is from. And I feel like they've done a lot of things that are questionable, including the Usagi and all that stuff. And it's all connected and it's all some kind of backdoor quid pro quo thing. And this is the way they have to meet because both sides are supposed to be working with the other. I think it's actually behind Talfrin's back. I think this is mm. like Lanok has a communication with her and not because he doesn't like Talfrin and is behind Talfrin's back. So because of the um 
fucking the the orb, the Octivova thing, whatever the, the it's uh, Imperium. Imperium, and it probably was behind Jiraka's back too. Huh. Jiraka's back, Rolock's back. I believe. I keep forgetting. It's been too long. It has been a while. <laughs> I made it up a it's long time ago. It's just your family. <laughs> Not anymore. It's it's just Kobach's back. It's Kobach's back story. Ain't got nothing to do with Kalon. My last question. Uh, going around the table, what do we all think is going to happen next? I hope we do not run across Lanark again. <laughs> That's what I hope doesn't but happen. But why? Because that mofo likes to murk people. So I'm going to hope that we can slide by that. I'm sure we'll hear some something juicy regarding Ambois and Talfrin and all that. But that's all I got. I think we're going to learn that it's uh, hating the Manticores and the Ambra. It's a lot about perspective and that. Like Paul doesn't like his family for A, B, and C, and then Kobach doesn't like his family because they were like mean to his pursuits. But I think ultimately that from certain views they could be considered good. Building on that, yeah, I think it's going to be also just more about like public perception versus like known realities because there's a lot that seems to be going on with um, both the Ambrox and the Manticores. That like there's a lot of sinister things that are happening behind the scenes, but on the public face, they are presenting this very like kind of altruistic sort of like helpful face. And that was so much Paul's job that like I know he's only been gone for I don't know how many months now, but like they got to be running out of like content. Kind of like, yeah, like he was supposed to. Yeah. Like he was like the PR face and they're like, oh, it's weird. They're using all the same images over and over. Yeah. It's like becoming like a Tupac hologram situation mm. or something. Or Whitney. But like, so I don't know. I'm like, let's say we take down like Amber on the Manticores, right? Like hypothetically. But then like, would the public see us as liberators <laughs> or like evildoers? So that is something that is weighing on me. Ludism. Point of view, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> From a certain point of view. I know who that is now that I watched the movie. Anyone else? JD or Elaine? Elaine, thoughts on what might happen next? I just want to get a chance to heal people before we run into some more fights. Well, there's a lot of hurt people. You have some chances coming. There may also be someone else in the crew with medical abilities. Zemka? <gasps> <gasps> yep. <laughs> um, I think Leela is excited is ho- is desperately hoping Kobak is still alive. Um, would like to recover the orb. Really hates the Manticores at this point and wouldn't mind their downfall. But also sees sort of a larger game. Whereas Maka told us that like Lonic does still care about the planet and how like the Manticores may be the lesser evil in taking down Ambwa and saving the planet. So it's basically how the how the pins line up. I think. Cool. That's great. Thank you, everybody. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you when we next record, which is soon, soon from now. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Welcome to the other side. Wait, I, I hold on. I can do it better. Welcome to the other. Hold on. No, seriously, I got it. Welcome to the other... It's been a while. Welcome to the other side. I think that was acceptable. (laughs) 
So having uh, some of the Starfound crew jump into our game was an absolute joy. I can't speak for the Starfound peeps, but we definitely learned a lot from playing with them, and we have nothing but the highest amount of admiration and respect for their style of play and everything that they're doing. If you want to keep listening to them, you can check out their live streams, and you can also check out their back catalogs of episodes that they have. And I'll put links for all of that in the show notes. So... This Converse covered episodes 47 and 48, and as you probably know, episode 48 was the last one we were able to record before the lockdown hit New York, which made me really upset because we were one recording session away from getting to 50 episodes, and that's been a milestone for me uh, that I've been looking forward to since we started all of this. So that was a bummer. We're still working out how and when we'll be coming back, but we know at the earliest it's going to be probably early, like, 2021. So this is the last Converse for now, but you can look forward to more when we come back. And before I close out Converse number 21, I have to give a big, hearty thank you to Elaine, who has been helping me to edit these Converses for the past couple of months. Without Elaine's help, I would not have been able to keep up the consistent release schedule of these episodes, so a very big thank you to Elaine. And a huge thank you to everyone who's listening, sharing, and leaving reviews for this show. It honestly means the galaxy to all of us. If you want to keep up with us or reach out to us with any questions that you might have, you can find us on all of your favorite social media platforms at The Tableverse. And you can also check out our YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Please, please, please keep yourself and your loved ones close and safe during this holiday season. And no matter what holiday you observe, with my whole heart... And from all of our hearts here at the Tableverse, we hope that this is the best holiday that you've ever had. Until next time, remember, it is not in the stars to hold our destiny. It is in ourselves. (laughs) 